Blog Talk Radio. Is he a blood? Is he a crit? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different tall ain't the same shit, and I'm sick of explaining this. I'm waiting on the rain, man. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better, and I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it, put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga takes shots at me, no response. I just flipped and pop my collar like the bonds. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. They try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Uh-oh, test the men, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause, your future's my past, I've been here before I know when you're scheming, I feel when you plot And I got mental vision, intuition, I know where you're going I read your mind's navigational system Everybody whispering, whispering up Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches calling your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigger say, Jigger probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigger can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you, uh. Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know murder in the hall, if you must know, I lost my pops when I was 11, 12 years old, he's probably somewhere where the liquor's taking its toll, but I ain't mad at you dad, holla at your land, I grew up watching snowflakes, the niggas that was probate, the stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face, all I did was smoke joke, think and drink, cop cane and complain, front row watch game, I seen niggas before me, with a chance to write their own script, slip up and change the story, I seen young niggas go out in a blaze of glory, before reaching puberty, scared a nigga truthfully. I took tricks with so much shit in the whip that if the cops pulled us over, the dog would get sick. Sniff, smell me, nigga. The real me, nigga. Minus the rumors. Holla if you feel me, nigga. The streets is not only watching, but they talking now. Shit, they got me circling the block before I'm parking now. Don't get it twisted. I ain't bitching. I'm just cautious now. Sub, under the parker, extra cautious now. Hit a sip, see, up, you fell out of your dick. I get 
put my I'm back to the wall for pressure, buck pipe. I know I'm saying, y'all. Stop, God. You see me? I can't be me. Hate this. Fuck you. I got guns like Neo and Mason. Cross the family. Think Max sweet like Nero. A soft like Plato. Get not soft like Fredo. So we all still starting with a whole new thing. scratching your head, man, just a little bit here nor there. You have NFL, Super Bowl. We're going to give you our picks, man. Let you know who we got leading to big time Sunday. Guys living out their dream. For guys like Joe Burrow, he's still riding a wave, isn't he? I mean, he just won a national championship. First year didn't do too well. Hey, he tore his ACL and MCL, his rookie year. And then come back and take his team to the Super Bowl? And then on the other side, you have a guy in Matthew Stafford who's a veteran. Was drafted number one as well. He had a Hall of Fame receiver as well. We don't know what Jamar Chase will be, but he's on his way, don't you think? Don't you think Jamar Chase is on his way to Hall of Fame status? Remind me of a guy named Randy Moss who came on the scene. We know Jefferson. Get his thing too. But it's just something about that kid, Jamar Chase. He's chasing greatness. Streets! Is it more pressure on Matt Stafford to win it than it is Joe Cool Burrow? Hey, man, Joe's in his second year. But he's probably thinking, hey, man, I might pull a Dan Marino. I might not get back. I might not get back. He might be looking across the field like, look at my my man over there. Do I want to be like him? Finally get there? I got to take advantage of the opportunity, don't I? Who do you think more pressure is on? Who do you think is going to win the game? Give us a call, 515-605-9750. Carousel continues. Oh, yeah? Okay, lovey. And I'm just, I'm blessed love to you, lovey Smith. I hope that you do well. You're inside the organization. I hope you do well, lovey. I hope so. 
Once again, Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Experience, zero. Nathan Hackett, offensive coordinator for the Packers. Years experience, zero. Went to the Denver Broncos. Lovey Smith, this is third trip. Ten years experience as a head coach. Houston Texans, oh yeah. Want to save face to me, you know. Like I said, I wish you well, Lovey. You are a good coach. But I just, I just think it's something fishy. Something fishy about that. Real something fishy, okay? Doug Peterson. We know what he did in Philly. Was it really him? Or was it my man's in there? Frank Wright. With the Indianapolis Colts. Was it him? Doug got four years. Reddish job still open. Mike McDaniel. Miami Dolph. No. Experience. The Minnesota Vikings, they don't know what they want to do. They still have a hired a coach, and they was going after old Harbaugh there, and, and I, we don't know what's going on in Minnesota. Still no word. You know what I mean? Still no word. Now, let's get to New Orleans. Dennis Allen. No experience as a head coach. None. Brian DeBall. No experience. This was hired by the Giants. And we know what happened with that fallout. We know what happened. I'm sorry. I think the Raiders did get a person. Oh, yeah. And he in his combined record for two years, they got rid of him. Four and 28. Are you kidding me? We still have this disparity between the connection with the NFL owners and African-American black coaches. Or just, let's just say minority coaches in general. What is going on? Roger, uh, excuse me, Roger Goodell, in his speech, once again, saying what we want to hear. Saying what we want to hear. He's been saying that for a while. But we know he's in by who? The owners. They pay his salary. He can say all he wants to. He can be a disgruntled employee, but we pay you. We run this. Understand me? You hear me? The streets, baby. They to connect. You're just a worker. You're just a worker. We're in the street. So we're going to talk street. So we can, you know, from a street perspective. How can we keep letting this happen? I'll tell you how you can make some noise. 
Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Odell Beckham Jr., Von Miller, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, protest the game. Protest the game and say, I'm not playing unless the rules are changed right now. And I don't mean now, but right now. You know how they had a little press conference? When they had a little area before the game, before they play? What, what media day they call it? They should say it then and put the NFL on notice. Something has to change. Something. We cannot keep going on like this. You love what we do on the field, but we can't make decisions in general management positions, executive positions, head coaching positions. Something has to change. It has to. And if you don't want it to, shame on you. It's the Streets is Talking Sports Talk Show with a twist of hip-hop. I'm your host, Dale Boogie. When we come back, we're going to talk Super Bowl, man. Who you got? What's it going to take for each team to win? It's Boogie, man. It's Roe. It's I-C-E. It's O.G. the Buck. And you better tell a friend. To tell a friend, to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. It's Black History Month. You already know. Street. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard to live it, but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there. Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh yes it will I go to the movie And I go downtown Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my 
And I say, brother, help me please But he winds up knocking me Chase 
hey, they can be on the road of Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Grunt, Peyton Manny, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. This can really turn into something. All right, would they be the next team like the L.A. Rams? You get it. But they were in St. Louis, the best best show on turf for years to come because they're young. Oh, Sam, I feel sorry for you to tidy in 87. I wish him well. But for me, Rams, the way you win, you must get to Joe Burrow. Jalen Ramsey has to take one receiver away. You can't be keep playing all these zones. One guy has to get taken away, and you got to zone up with everybody else and pray and hope that your defensive line gets in. That being said, guess what you have to do, Cincinnati? You got to do a lot of chipping. You got to do a lot of screen pass, slow that defense down. You have to. And a lot of Joe Mixon. You must control the game with the run game. Now, that being said, Rams, will Akers hold on to the ball? Because we know Cincinnati is very opportunistic. Opportunistic. Sorry, world. Their defense has created their offense for Joe Burrow to win these games. Tennessee, first play of the game, picky pool, third and ten, Patty, money making my hoes, picky pool, and you give Joe Burrow a short field to get in position to do what he do. It's going to be a good game. Thought it was going to be high scoring with the New England Patriots and the L.A. Rams. I thought it was going to be high scoring. It was 13-3. to Go figure. Then the Philadelphia Eagles was a shootout. I mean, what are you going to get in these Super Bowls? Will OBJ score what then? I want to know the bets. What are the bets? What dance is OBJ going to do if he scores a touchdown? Who's going to score the first touchdown? Is it going to be a touchdown? They have all these bets in Vegas and at Super Bowl parties. Who's going to catch the first down? Is it going to be a three and out? I mean, you got to love Super Bowl Sunday. Who's going to be the first to perform out of Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige? Who's going to do the? Who's going to be the first one to do this solo joint? Who the, who's going to be the? You know, they're going to all probably you know come in here, but who's going to be the first one to come out the tunnel? It will it be Dre with the beat? Will it be Snoop and Dre? Will Mary be singing in the background or something? You know? For NFL, you see how you try to pull a fast one over our head? 
You got an all-black cast performing. You got more black performers at halftime than you do NFL coaches in the league. Strange. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think you do. Yet our best trained, best educated, this how best they about it. best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. He's better protest. He's telling friend to tell his friend.
It's the streets of talking sports talk show. With a twist of hip hop. I'm your host, L Boogie. And for the most all the time, I always got the dream team with me. Yeah, be in here later. Zero, Styles the God, ICE. And you hear him, and he always keeping me going. Your super producer, OG the Buck. We in the building, baby. We had the Pro Bowl Sunday. What we got to say. That being said, I want to ask you, because there's some things that happen. I know under the screen, they say Alex Romero, he might be convicted between one and five years for his part in a fight. Yo, check this out, man. Okay, talk to me about the future of public We don't have all, we don't have all the evidence, but right now, I'm feeling real sorry for Alvin Kamara, man. Kamara, I'm sorry. He's looking at one to five years for getting to it with a guy the night before the Pro Bowl. Or should I say early morning? Now, it's been been some things said. Some say God had it coming to him. That's just some things that was said. Don't nothing good come to athletes. I don't care what color you are. It's history. What color you are, bar, nightclub, that happens good after 12 o'clock. Let me know. And I understand why can't we kick it and have a good time. And you know why. Like the great Biggie Smalls would say on his song, haters, haters, put your head down, put your head down, right to the ground. You've been crowned. Haters, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it has to be that way. But they looking for it. You saw what happened to Pop Smoke. Females set him up. It happens. What's going on out here? For a couple of dollars. For a couple of dollars. Come on. We should be like, what's up, Alvin? What's up, Al? You made it to the Pro Bowl. What's up, my G? What's up, please? Man, I see you can't get it, man. Happen. And you go drink your ace of spades and then go from there. Why we got to hate? And now look, this young man may spend the prime of his NFL career in a Vegas jail over something that he shouldn't be, that could have been spared. Oof. I hope it works out for old album. That's another thing. Let us know what you think. 515-605-9750. Do you think Albert Kamara was in the wrong for his situation? What would you have done? 
we're not going to get in all of it. You read the report because the streets is talking. Our sources gave us fluid kites, but all they say under the score, under the key is Alvin Kamara has been, you know what I mean, put in a cell for getting into an altercation. Not giving us all the facts. See how they play as world? Come on. It's the Streets is Talking Sports Talk Show with a twist of hip hop. We've been talking black coaches being hired, not being hired. It's Black History Month. Once again, you see what's going on. Does that let us know that Brian Flores would not have a head coaching job ever again in the NFL? Is that what he's saying? Is this what it's showing us? They don't care. They don't care. Do you see it? They don't care. Give us a call, man. You better give us a call. Who's going to win the Super Bowl and why? You got to let us know why. 515-605-9750. You got to. You got to. You better tell a friend. You tell a friend. You tell a whole lot of girls. We Oh, 
direction And I'm thinking about My time away just made perfect Cause I think I die Not, not gonna cry, why should I care? Like we holding on the lost love That's no longer there Can you please help me? God bless me, please keep my seeds healthy Making all my enemies bleed while my G's wealthy Hoping they bury me with ammunition, weed and shells Just in case they trip in heaven, ain't no cheese in hell Sister, sorry for the pain that I caused your heart I know I'll change if you help me, but don't fall apart Rest in peace to the Natasha, little yummy and Kato Too much for this cold world to take, ended up being fatal Every woman in America, especially black Bear with me, can't you see that we under attack? I never meant to call drama to my sister and mama But when we make it, do we better time in this white man's world What do you think? Talk to us, world. Make sure you give us a call, 515-605-9750. The trade deadline is tomorrow. Did you see the game last night? Russell Westbrook did not get in in the fourth quarter. I want to give you the backdrop. Did not get in the fourth quarter. Subsequently blown out. When asked why he wasn't in, you know the nerve that this young man had to say. I've earned the right to be in closeout lineups. I I, I beg to differ. Do you see what was going on, Russ, now? We can't go on what you did, you know, two and three years ago. It's a, what have you done for me lately? League. I'm making this league. And you're missing a lot. You're missing a lot. You're missing seven-foot shots. You're hitting the shot clock. What pro, what former MVP, what NBA Hall of future Hall of Famer, do you know 
supposedly into the height of his career, top 15 is arguably 25 best players in the league, and you can't hit a seven-foot shot with nobody in front of you. And you're averaging eight to ten turnovers a game. And you say that you earn the right to close out games. Mm. Let us know, world, is he correct? I'm just asking. Do the Brooklyn Nets and Philadelphia 76ers go through with the trade? You know they hollering. You know they hollering. James Hardy Hard Harden. You know they hollering for Ben O'Benny. Benny and the Jets. Not Benny and the Jets, but Benny and the Nets. Benny. Oh, Benny. Benny. Oh. I'm giving it to you all tonight, baby. We in the building, baby. Benny and the Nets. You heard that song. Benny. Uh, it might be too old for you guys. I know we got some youngsters listening, man. But do they pull off the trade? Do you feel sorry for C.J. McCullough? Scratching your head on the Sabonis trade to Sacramento. Are you scratching your head? I'm just asking. I just want to know. Do you think that they should go through with that trade, Ben Simmons, for James Harden? Right now, James Harden is disgruntled. All of a sudden, oh, man, my hamstring, my back and my back, my hamstring. See, this is what (laughs) I guess you do this one in your mind, or it's a subliminal shot. I don't, I oh, my hamstring, so... I don't really want to play, so I'm disgruntled. I think I need to be traded. Instead of being a leader, sucking it up, okay, we don't have Kyrie. This going to build on my legacy. We're going to do it without Kyrie. It's my guy. Listen, if one of my – listen, I'm going to tell you this, world. I, can I, I, I got a little time. I'm going to tell you a story, world. I'm going to be real honest with you. I play basketball – with family members from the sixth grade, excuse me, yes, sixth grade on up, grade on up. And sometimes one of our guys might have not been there, maybe a couple because it was five of us. But me and my, one of my guys out of five, we kind of like was went together, the Green Eye Bandit. We said we can still win without Sonny Red. We can still win without Boot Joe. We can still win without Kenny Early because we just that good. And that's going to solidify our name even more in the streets. See where I'm going with this? Suck it up, James. You don't have Kyrie. When you have him, it's cool. It's extra. But why are we pouting? Why? It's the business. 
If he ain't there, so what? Me and KD about to do this. I don't get it. So I'm asking you, world, what other big trade or trade that isn't going to happen that you think may should happen moving forward in this NBA? It's over after tomorrow. Are they going to stay pat and both teams? Is being going to get free money the rest of the way, or is he going to lose money for that? They're willing to sit out a season. Oh, my. I just want to know, big trades was made. What about Karis LeVert with the Cleveland Cavaliers? What do you think about that trade? And listen to this. Can I be honest with you, world? Yeah, it's a good trade. But guess what? Karis LeVert, he's going to have to buy in. The ball doesn't stick in Cleveland where it did in Brooklyn and Indiana. You have to understand you're coming to a playoff team. And you better fall in line and when needed, come off the dribble and do what you got to do on a shot clock running down. But they needed that big guard. He brings some offense off the bounce, which is needed. Don't get it twisted. But Sasha Lexton and Shada Timms is crucial with that trade with the Cavs. I like it. Do what El Boogie likes. For the good ride. And I think that's the logical way if you understand basketball because that's been his career. Just look at it. If you know LeVert, he gets buckets. However, he's the boss. He's a ball stopper. The ball sticks to his hand. And it's okay at times because you need that in the playoffs at times. But you cannot, I'm going to say it again, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, they play unselfish basketball, and you have to be unselfish to understand how they play. And they play defense. So we'll see how that works out moving forward with my man LeVert, man. You know what I mean? I just want to know, world. Talk to us. Give us a call, 515-605-9750. If you want to chime in and get in, let us know. Please let us know. You know what I mean? Let us know if you want to get in and talk to the dream team. Get in the asylum. Don't forget, world, you better tell a friend. You tell a friend. You tell a whole lot of girlfriends. This is what it feels like when you're part of the dream team. And this is what it feels it's like. It's Wild Out Wednesday. It's Black History Month. And we shout out to great man. Nifty, JT, Black History. The only reason I survive because the nigga is special. You can successful, then it gets stressful first. Niggas gon' test you, see what your texture's worth. Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure first. Street niggas still I get checked to first. I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk. Better days, pray for but expecting worse. At this level, boy, shit, I'm just less concerned. Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds to rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look. And this is what it feels like. 
Reach a level, make you question, is it real life? All the weed good, all the pussy real tight It's the only room, keep your dollar bills right this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left, I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks, too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect, you let them crack a storm, your capital put their feet up on your desk, and yeah, you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect, I'm selling weed, in the open, bringing folks, I'm from the feds, I know the payback gonna be me, I'm saving all my little bread, pray for me, y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts, real niggas, is it stink? It ain't safe for me, my dog. They killing niggas in their own hood. That makes sense to you at all. You burnt your bridge to the other side. You know you can't swim across. Y'all know niggas can't swim. They fried my after you die. Y'all know niggas can't win. You never land on your side. I arrived on the day perhaps they got hurt. Hold up. Assassinated just to clarify further. With y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Force. Big step on the jet with my legs crossed. Black stones on my neck, y'all can't kill Christ. Black Messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't gon' stop till y'all spill blood We gon' turn up even more since y'all killed cuz this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like Brownie, 
So, you know, I, I ain't going to want to see the Bengals get one before the Browns do. But at the same time, <laughs> love I ain't it. really I know trying to see Matthew Stafford that. really win one either. You feel me? It's kind of like, mm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I think the Bengals will pull it off, though, with like a late late uh, with like a late game field goal to, to edge ahead. I think it will probably be like 27-24, probably my prediction. It come down to like a four-quarter field goal to hold them off. I think their defense will pull out pull out more stops. I think uh it, it it's not even gonna come down to Jamar Chase to me. And I mean, yeah, you can sit there and say he's looking like he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Let's stop. Let's stop. Cause again, Jerry Rice set the bar high as hell for uh receivers. You feel me to be to enter the Hall of Fame. And it's a lot more receivers that then came through the league that look like that as well, you know. You know what I mean? And it's still waiting on that Hall of Fame call, you know, with Hall of Fame numbers as well. So, I mean, I ain't going to sit there and discredit Chase just yet. You know, he looking he looking just as good as Je- Justin Jefferson was last year, you know, coming into the league. So, I mean, it's only up for here, you know, for him and for Joe Burrow, you know what I mean? And I look at it like you do where he could be like the next Dan Marino you know, where he only get like Dan Marino got there in his second year as well, never went back. You know, it took – you can look at Matthew Stafford. You, you can look at him like John Elway. It took John Elway to like what, year 15, I think, to get to the Super Bowl. But I think he had been there like three times before. But to actually yeah, win four. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it could go either way. But I do think the Bengals will pull it off, you know. I mean, but – Granted, no matter who, I mean, if the Rams, like, to me, if the Rams don't win it, I, I feel like they're just going to be in cap hell for, like, the next two or three years, you know, like the Saints are right now. So, I mean, I think they got to win it. I think it's a lot more pressure on them, like you said, to win it more so than the Bengals because the Bengals is basically playing with house money. Like, you see everybody is, is, is basically leaning more so toward the home team because, you know, the Rams are playing at their home stadium, you know what I mean? But at the same time, everybody know who Joe Burrow is. You know, I just hope they can keep him, you know, upright from that uh, that big fella, 99, you know, and then big number 40, you know. I, I I just hope they keep him upright. I don't want to see that man turn out to be Andrew Luck where he just give up on his career because, you know, he's just getting struck too much. You know what I mean? But, right. yeah, I mean, I still think Zach Taylor is an awful coach. I don't think he's going to be the Bengals coach, you know what I mean, in the next few years. I think they're going to uh, uh, end up upgrading but yeah, it should be a fun game. Uh, transitioning, I mean, must, I'm gonna stay with the NFL. Transitioning to that Alvin Kamara situation, man. I, I feel bad for him, but then again, I don't. Cause I mean, it's like you said, nothing good happens for you know any type of sports player, you know, after midnight. And again, like you being a a, a, a well known sports sports figure at that, you should have entourage around you that you know should peep the situation and be like, all right, it's getting a little crazy. You know, we might want to get up out of here before it really gets ugly or before somebody does something that we can't come back from. Like you said, he may have to give up a few years of his life and go to jail, you know, which is very unfortunate. And it's like knowing, I don't know if you got the the message I sent you, Book, where the gentleman was saying, yeah, where the gentleman was saying he basically got beat up for nothing, you know. And he definitely gonna get right. that bag from from uh, Alvin Kamara, whichever way he gonna have to settle, 
you know, it just depends on how far they're going to go with the assault charges and whatnot, if that's going to stick or not. But, yeah, it's looking real shaky for Alvin Kamara right now. And I, I don't know what the Saints going to do, man. Like, you ain't got no QB. You don't got no head coach for real. Well, I mean, they, I think they just hired a head coach. But it's like you in yeah. Cap Hill. You ain't got no running back. You know, you paying Taysom Hill, like $90 million. You know, it's just looking awful for the Saints right now. They need to call that boy Jameis Winston up and tell him to uh, come back home like old Yeller, you know, and hope they can do something like that. Cause it's looking like it's looking like Kyler Murray is trying to force his way to uh to Tampa Bay, you know, because he said he wanted to play with Mike Evans and play with those great receivers over there. So I don't know, but yeah, uh, you just you just disrespect your Hopkins because he's better. I mean, yeah, Hop is better, but at the same time, you saw when Hop ain't there, who he got. I mean, Zach Ertz ain't no really no threat like that, you know. And I mean, AJ Green ain't nobody for real, you know. They ain't really got no running game. They built, they built to pass. You feel me? But it, the, the the sad thing is, they catered that whole offense to him, only for him to just throw his hands like I can't do nothing with this, you know. And they just unfortunately ran into a team like the Rams, who were built to just stop the pass. You know what I mean, and get after the quarterback. So it was just two unfortunate situations going against each other. But it, like I told you, it's looking like Kyler Murray either want to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or it's looking like he's going to the Oakland A's and going to play baseball. You know, because he tried to get hit by three hundred pound man. Because I mean, he only can play in a specific offense. You can't put him in no drop back offense because that's not going to work. So they got limited. He got limited options, just like the Cardinals have limited options of what they want to do. And it's their fault they hired Cliff Kingsbury who didn't have who got ran out of Texas Tech, you know, and all of a sudden became a head coaching candidate with my man Brian Flores is out here trying to keep a job after two winning seasons, you know. And I don't know, man. These coaching hires been kinda of iffy to me. Like the Lovey Smith thing is just very iffy. Like it's feel like they just setting him up to to fail. And it's like they forcing staff like like how do you force Josh McCown, like, onto this man's staff? Like, what if he don't want him, you know? And it's like you just forcing him to be on your staff, you know? And it's like Lucky Smith ain't going to turn down the job because he's like, it's only, like, he, like he said, he's like David Covey. It's only 32 of them. So it just seems like an unfortunate situation. Like, the Texans, they're never going to be good. They're always going to be a poverty franchise. I feel bad for some of these other teams who hired first-year head coaches like Josh McDaniels. I think he's going to flame out again. I think the Bears coach is going to flame out, you know, so it's just, I don't know. The NFL is not really looking too good. Of course, uh, you had the reporter who asked uh, Roger Goodell about the diversity in the NFL, and, I mean, Roger Goodell did not have a good answer. And I think the NFL is really going to be staring down, you know, staring down the barrel of this lawsuit, you know what I mean, on some serious uh, uh, on some real, like, serious, uh, I ain't going to say premises. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't force billionaires to to, to hire just anybody, you know. They're going to hire who they want to. But at the same time, it's not really looking good for them, you know, given this lawsuit and and the, and the, and the coaching hires this cycle. Because it's like you basically let – you like, I'll take one example that that's really just sticking with me. All right, the Raiders hire – the Raiders hired McDaniels, right? He says, I want I want to bring such and such from the New England Patriots over to be my GM. 
Byron Leftwich tried the same thing in Jacksonville when he just got interviewed for that coaching position. He wanted to bring the he wanted to bring a person over from the Frogs from Tampa Bay with him to Jacksonville. They're like, no, 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 no. You got to take such and such as your GM, or you just not gonna get the job. And he said, I'm straight. I'll just stay where I'm at. That's what my man Brian Flores is talking about. Where it's a double standard with how the NFL hires certain people, like. Josh McDaniels can sit here and say, I want to bring such and such with me so we can have cohesion, you know, but other black candidates can't bring, you know, can't bring people from their organizations with them. Like, it just looks bad for the NFL overall. And I don't know what they're going to do in the near future, but I digress about that, you know. Flipping over to the NBA, I can't wait to see the uh, the draft tomorrow, you know, with Team KD. And Team LeBron, you know, see who they pick. Uh, I don't know. Some of the – I felt like it was a, a, a pity a pity pick putting – I ain't going to sit there and say LaMelo was, was a pity pick. I mean, people want to see him because, you know, he throw lobs and do the between-the-legs jump like he's a Harlem Globetrotter. I mean, the team is sorry, you know. And I feel like there's other deserving candidates in that conference, you know, like Jared Allen, who could have been in reserve, you know what I mean? Off the strip, but he he's leading his team just like Darius Garland is, you know. Right. And I felt like at least you know at least either them or Miami could have had two All Stars. To me, at least, you know. But that's my opinion. I mean, given the trade deadline situation, I don't know what's gonna happen with James Harden. It feel like he quit on the Brooklyn Nets, which means it feel like he quit on the, the, the these last two teams that he's been with. And I don't know what he wanna do. It's still like, like you said, it's one thing or another. And, again, he's in his – I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a he's a guard in his, in his early 30s, which is young like Steph Curry is. Steph Curry in his early 30s as well. But at the same time, like, this hamstring, man, it feel like he's like – he's done it like barbecue. Like, when that's done, it's just like slowly falling off the bowl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to – I don't – I don't know if you really gonna be a good fit like that in, in, in Philly or how they playing this ring around the rosy with the Brooklyn Nets and what they want, you know, for, for James Harden. Well sending James Harden over to Philly. Seeing these other trades, I mean, I don't really care about Sacramento Kings getting to a bonus. I mean, it, it kinda of feel like a lateral move. It don't really do much. Damian Lillard, I mean, I guess he's gonna re sign with Portland. You know, he said he don't wanna go nowhere else. He don't want to run from the grind, but I guess he's just satisfied with being the 14th seed in the West and, you know, not really doing anything, not winning no more. He just want to get past. So, I mean, I can't be mad at it, you know. He want to sit there and collect checks like Russell Westbrook, you know, and, and be a family man. Hey, all power to him, you know. But you ain't going to see me shed no tear for no Damian Leonard or no other team. I just care about, you know, you. whether or not – get back healthy and, and, and try to lead his team to, you know, nice little postseason run. But, again, James Harden, he knew what Kyrie was at, at the beginning of the season. My man said he wasn't going to get the vaccine regardless, you know what I mean? So, all this, you thinking he was going to change his mind midseason and whatnot, he already said he's treating his job like a 9-to-5. So, I mean, James Harden can't be frustrated with none of this. I mean, granted, he out there playing with Uber drivers and, and playing Popeye's workers, you know, out there in the court besides Patty Mills. But, hey, Steve Nash going to be uh, – he's going to end up getting fired, you know, at the end of the season. So, 
they're going to end up bringing in a new coach, and we'll see how that goes. What do you think about Russell Westbrook's comment at the end of the game yesterday against Milwaukee and not playing in the fourth man. quarter before I let you go, Pete? Man, your man don't have no type of self-awareness out there, you know. <laughs> like, they asked him about missing, you know, they asked him about missing shots. And what's the first thing you say, Book? I'm allowed to miss shots, too, just like anybody else, you know. <laughs> and it's like, bro, it's not even the fact that, you know, I'm allowed to turn the ball over, just like any other player, you know what I mean? And it's like, bro, we're not even trying to sit there and tell you, like, you, you're not allowed to do that. It's just like your basketball IQ has never been up there, you know what I mean? And, again, it baffles me that the Lakers played this man two years ago, Kyle, and saw how terrible of a shooter he was and traded for him, you know what I mean, and said this is who we really want over Buddy Hield, you know, over some other shooters that could have really helped him. But, again, you know what I mean, ain't nobody going to feel bad for the Lakers. You feel me? They just wasting LeBron. They just wasting another year of LeBron James and Anthony Davis' career, and they just suffering for it. You know what I mean? So again, this is who they were to be. So you know what I mean? Again, let them be like this. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna feel bad for them. They wanted him. Now they got him, and now they see what he's gonna be. But again, he wow. making four. He making forty four million this year. He 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 happy. He collecting checks. And he got a $47 million player option next year. Life is good for him. He can smile while sitting on the bench. Well, he can. I mean, granted, I know he probably want to play, but, yeah, he's smiling. He's running, smiling all the way to the bank. I, I ain't even mad at him for that. Streets, before we let you go, Pete, one last thing. Street question of the day. Who's who's going to be – who's you predicting to be the Super Bowl MVP, 56 MVP? Uh, it's either gonna be uh, it's either gonna be uh, one of the two quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, only so you're going Burrow. Only thing that that is if uh, is if either Trey Henderson, you know what I mean, or Aaron Donald or Von Miller have have a hell of a game, man. You know, impact the game like that from the from the defensive side. You know what I mean? I can't really see Jalen Ramsey winning it. You know, it's gonna probably gonna be a defensive lineman or MB or or QB. That's my opinion, though. Well, P, man, we thank you for calling in. And as always, call back Wednesday. And don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Street! Most definitely. Our next caller, man, stay on the line, P, because we got our big dummy of the day, too, coming up. You know what I mean? After we get the callers in, our next caller, man, oh, my goodness. He down with the hit squad, man. We call him the Green-Eyed Bandit, man, a.k.a., you know what I mean, Zeke, man. You know what I mean, a.k.a., you know what I mean, Ghost, man. You in the building, baby. You already know yes, the topic that listening. It's Black History Month. Your time to wild out. You in the building. I'm in the building, man. I listen to Pete. Pete said a lot of interesting things. I'm going to start off with the NFL myself and – uh you know, and go my Super Bowl winner. And, of course, I'm going with the Bengals. Ohio, I got to go with the Ohio team. And not just because they're, they're an Ohio team, but if you look at the team and, and how they've been playing, uh, they, they're they not afraid 
of big moments and big games and playing against elite other elite players in the league as evidence against the teams that they played this postseason thus far. Um, they're not afraid of the big names. And and to be honest, they have a lot of big names on their roster as well that's kind of getting overlooked and overshadowed. And I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on the Rams because they have the big names. You know, they playing in Hollywood. Uh, they playing in L.A. You know, that atmosphere, the glitz and the glam. You know, it's Hollywood playing in front of your in, in your home area. I think that's going to be tough. And, you know, P said something interesting about the Rams. Another reason why I feel there's a lot of pressure on the Rams. Because of their salary cap situation moving forward in the future with draft picks and salary cap, it's like it's like you got to get it now because there ain't no guarantee. Like, even with Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes got his, and a lot of people might think I'm crazy in saying this, but do we know is Patty Mahomes going to get back with the gauntlet that they have to go through in the AFC and all the quarterback play in the AFC for the next five or six years, it's going to be some elite quarterbacks in that AFC, and it's going to be tough for everybody. So cap space-wise, the Rams, it's like they better get it done now because if they don't, Man, it's going to be tough on them in the future while all, everybody else around them is getting better because they're they're able to draft and maneuver because they got money. The Rams are going to be locked with the roster that they have right now. Mounting pressure on the Rams. Wow, the next the next topic you guys touched on in that NFL, man, the boy Alvin Kamara and uh Man, I, I don't even really know what to say about Alvin Kamara. I mean, you know, Alvin Kamara could be a big dummy of the day, for real. I mean, he's facing possible jail time. And only only a big bag of money is going to help Alvin Kamara escape prison time, jail, because it's saying he could face up to one to five years in jail. And the only way for them to go talk to this man and offer him a big bag and get him to drop the charges and throw some money at the, you know, the, the district attorney and the judge and all that and get this and get this thrown out, he's still gonna face some suspension time with the NFL. Uh, but this could, but this could, this could change Alvin Kamara's. This could change Alvin Kamara's whole career moving forward. His whole life, shall I say, not his career, his whole life uh, could be impacted by this moving forward. Uh, and that's a sad thing to have to say, you know. And and the man that this happened to, you know, he's definitely affected. And people could say what they want to say, you know, professional athletes and, oh, he just, he about to get a bag, oh, he going to be fine. But that man got some serious bodily injuries and there is a such thing as trauma and PTSD and, you know, depression and all of that, even people with money. So, you know, that man's life is affected moving forward as well. Uh, your man Pete mentioned Kyler Murray. And the first thing that came to mind when he mentioned Kyler Murray was the famous Chris Carter saying, 
Come on, man. I got to <laughs> hit you with the come on, man. And the reason why is because I don't know what he's talking about because they've tailored the whole organization around Kyler Murray. They brought in the coach that was going to run the blitz offense, the running gun, pass and shoot, blitz, whatever you want to call it, the air raid as they call it now. And he's been successful. The coach has. They, they're winning games. Playoffs. Kyler Murray going to the Pro Bowl. His stature just hinders him where he wears down towards the end of the season. But they tailored that organization around him, Boogie. And when I say tailored, the coach, they went and got him. The personnel, the players, that man got some weapons over there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's some good things over there for Kyler Murray, so I don't know what's up with him, man. All I have to say is, come on, man. I'm going to hit you with the Chris Carter on that. <laughs> and, and, and when you talk about the coaching hiring situation in the NFL, man, it's like, a, are you surprised? Are you shocked, T-Row. really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you shocked? Are you surprised? I mean, this is – it. It stares you in the face every day in, in in society. So when you're looking at it and viewing it every day in society, why should it surprise you in professional sports? Now, Lovey Smith is going to be a lame duck coach, just just like the David Cutler. They're just doing it again. And I find that I'm sure the NFL is going to compensate them in some kind of way for for hiring two black coaches in two two in two years, you know, in succession after one another. Um. And when you talk about Josh McCown being forced on him to be an assistant, that's obvious what that is and what that's about. It's so obvious. It's blatant. It's staring you right in the face. It is the elephant in the room. He is the coach in waiting. Give him a position on the staff now so that we can say that he has NFL coaching experience. And now we can hire him as our head coach because he's the man we ultimately want Anyway, so, Lovey, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. You know you lame duck, Coach Lovey. Get this man all this knowledge, whatever you got on the NFL level, and, you know, you go ahead and bask in the sunset after this year, and we're going to ride out with this, with this guy. And my last thing that I'm going to say as far as the NFL, allow a black ownership group and I believe they will be the best-ran organization in professional sports because black people, when they're at the top, the mountaintop, they worked hard to get there, okay? That means they're the cream of the crop. When white folks are at the top, there's no guarantee that they're, they're the cream of the crop. They could be planted there. When black folks get to the top, man, when they rise to the top, it's because they worked hard and they rose to the top. So they're going to be the best of the best. You allow a black ownership group in the NFL, and I best believe they would be the best-ran organization in professional sports. Now, we'll switch gears to the NBA. And P says some interesting boogie on, 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 on live on live 
broadcast, he said this. He said the Charlotte Hornets was sorry. And, and, and the first thing that came to my mind when he said that was my man Skip Bayless. And sometimes Shannon Sharp will watch something, and Skip will be like, wow, I think I need to get a new TV. Because what I'm watching and what you're watching, it ain't the same thing. <laughs> Listen, this is the best Scarlet Hornet team that MJ has had since he's been there. And there's no denying that he's accumulated some talent, and they're young, and they're growing together. And you got Terry, who's really the veteran leader over there, Scary Terry. And Scarlet might actually make the playoffs this year or be in the playing situation. And Melo, deserving or not, whatever you want to say, of, of being an all-star, the kid is averaging around 18, 8, and 8, and he brings star power. Wow. I don't know about that take on the Charlotte Hornets and, and LaMetto. I think we need, to, we need to give MJ a little credit now. He's starting to build something. And I ain't saying they're going to be an Eastern Conference powerhouse or nothing, but just getting to the playoffs and being relevant is good in, in professional sports. And they're definitely relevant. And LaMelo is star power, and he's making them even more relevant. So, uh, man, when you talk about the trades, man, the only thing I'm going to mention on the trades, I mean, of course, I live in Ohio. I live in Cleveland. So I like the Karis LeVert trade. And, L, you made some good points about the kid Karis LeVert. He's a volume shooter, and he needs to understand that he's got to move that ball here with the young calves and he got he got he got big men that, you know, you 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 get them to rock and you get them involved and get them going, they're gonna make it so easy for you to get good shots and all of that. So you don't have to uh to pound the ball and, and have the ball stick. But the one thing I will say uh, about the trade talk, the trade situation or whatever out of everything, the one guy man I wish could find a home with a with a contender is Dane. I do feel bad for Dane. I feel bad for CJ going to New Orleans because I believe CJ deserves the opportunity to play for a winner. But Dane, it's like a lost year for Dane. And you've got to know they're trying to stockpile picks and young talent so then they and, and work their, their cap situation so they can try to finesse some things and get some players over there. But this got to be it for Dane. The NBA cannot allow Dane to rot over the, up there in the great Northwest in Portland, man. They got to send him to a contender or somewhere that he makes them better and they become a contender. I'll say that. Like, C- and, uh, like CP3? Like CP3 when he first left to go to the Clippers out of Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The same type of situation. But, you know, he, he deserved that opportunity. Maybe he's the piece that puts them over the top and get them to the playoffs and all that. Or maybe he's the piece that puts a, 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 already a contender over the top for, for a title or a championship. Yep. And the thing about Russell Westbrook, which is funny, and I'm going to use Sonny's uh, term, term, Russell Dressbrick. We're going to call him Russell Dressbrick. He's, uh, his, tenure, his tenure in the league says, yes, he's earned the right to be in the fourth quarter closing lineup. But his play dictates something else. His play dictates him being on the bench because they got other guys that are giving him more than he's giving them down the stretch. And 
they don't know if they could trust him because of the turnover situation and, and, and the, brick, the bricks that he shoots at times when nobody's around. And you're like, what the heck is going on? So, yeah, tenure has been in the league, MVP and all that. Yeah, his ego, yeah, he, you know, I should be out there. But for everybody watching, Russell Westbrook, your play doesn't dictate that you should be on the floor in the closing moments of the game. Those are my takes. Hold on, before you before you go, who's your MVP at the, the Super Bowl? Wow, man, I, I'm a, I'm going with Joe Burrow, and you know, the Bengals winning and Joe Burrow being the MVP and joining that club of Joe Namath and Joe Montana as the only quarterbacks to win a national championship and a Super Bowl. Uh, and it's ironic that they're all named Joe. So I'm going for Joe Burrow. Street. I got the, I got the Bengals. I never gave up my pick. I got the Bengals. I got co-MVP. I got T. Higgins. And I got Joe Burrow. Mm. T. Higgins, it's going to be big in this game because they're going to – they're going to try to do some things with Jamar Chase. He's still going to, you know, make some plays or whatever, but I don't think he's going to have a big game. Uh, at T. Higgins and Boyd and, and, and Joe Mixon, they're going to get some – they're going to get a lot of work. Three. Man, green eyes. I was telling the, I was telling the world about how we was like James Harden and Durant when our guys – couldn't come with us. And we just did what we had to do to keep hooping. Yeah, it wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even a thought. Like, man, they ain't with us, man. It wasn't even like a letdown or nothing. It was like more more than anything, you know what it was? It was more of a, man, let's go out and get this dub, man, you know what I'm saying, for our dudes who ain't here right now. Absolutely. Zeke, you got to stay on the line. I got the big dummy of the day. You're going to enjoy it. You think Alvin Kamara is the big dummy today, but watch this one. Stay on the line. We're not even going to go to the commercial or anything. We're just going to go straight to it. So, this candidate, who's the big dummy of the day, this is his second year of being a Walter Payton Award nominee. This young man was on Twitter and said, yo, ask me anything. And they asked him, three people you want to have dinner with, dead or alive? He said his granddad, Michael Jackson, and Hitler. He said Hitler. He's a military genius, and I love military tactics, but honestly, I would want to pick his brain as to why he did what he did. I'm also assuming that the people I've chosen have to answer all my questions, honestly. You're the two-time Walter Payton Award nominee, and you want to have dinner with a man who killed some people for no reason. Because of who they were coming out the womb. 
so. For February 9th, 2022, Black History Month at that defensive tackle. And guess who you play for? You're a defensive tackle. And guess who you play for, world? He plays for the Washington Commander. Defensive tackle, Jonathan Allen. You are the dummy of the day.
I'll jump in. Formulate a caper. Cause a nigga straight suffering from like I have pain. My bitch finna have a bad disease, so I need to hit the lick drastically. I see some bowling ass niggas and they slipping in my spot. And I'm digging the pot, chicken in the pot. We caught him sleeping. He didn't teach you niggas creeping. It's how we do it every weekend. I dump the mat. I'm a jump proper kicking yo, you got the wrong spot, niggas on the clock. Get the liquor and you can get the female. It's crooked shit that we infect and get the street sale. Move smooth as a motherfucker, me and my nine. I'm cool as a motherfucker, I'ma get mine. Now we're satisfied. Got the pockets on stolen balls, hog in this pocket, nigga. Pictures of rubber. Picture me rolling roll call. You know, some motherfuckers out there I just could not forget about. I want to make sure they can see me. Number one on my list, Clinton Correctional Facility. All you bitch ass, yo. Can you niggas see me from there? Balling on y'all fuck ass. <laughs> Picture me rolling, baby. Yeah. All the niggas up in them cell blocks. I told y'all niggas when I come home and so. That's right, nigga. Picture me rolling. Oh, I forgot the DA. Yeah, that bitch had a lot to talk about, of course. Can the hoe see me from here? Can you see me, huh? Picture me rolling. And all you punk police, can you see me? Am I clear to you? Picture me rolling, nigga. Legit. Free like OJ all day. Can't stop. I see you here. I did that. You know I got on the niggas up in this motherfucker. Can you pick us rolling? Can you see me up? 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 Can Picture me rolling. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 